This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is February 1st, 2015. ATL aliens got preview to the Super Bowl with Calhoun and Double R. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's happening with you? Chilling, chilling. Like I said, start off, this is an ATL preview of the Super Bowl. Before we get started, everybody knows the Super Bowl is Denver against Carolina, Payman against Cam. And so one of the the things, if you haven't noticed it, the Falcons, of course, they aren't in the Super Bowl, but there's a lot of dissension here in Atlanta because Cam, he's a black man from Atlanta, and so a lot of cities riding with him. It just galvanizes the city, and so we're going to kind of talk about the Super Bowl, but we're going to add a little flavor from Atlanta Falcons fan, native AT aliens, which... As far as Cam goes, I mean, <clears throat> as a black man, you know, you like to see another black guy but taking race out of the equation, I've been a Falcon fan for over 30 years. I don't give a shit about Cam being from College Park or Holly. I don't care where he's from, what park he's from. It doesn't matter to me. He's not a Falcon. So I'm against the Falcons going in. Panthers win this Super Bowl. Guess what that means? There's only one team in the division that don't have a Super Bowl win. You know who that is. Yes, the Atlanta Falcons. Double R, let me ask you this. Recently, they tried to name a street. Um, in South Fulton, the south side of Atlanta, Georgia, after Cam Newton. And that's kind of gotten a lot of flat because one person was like, why would you name it after a person whose job is to beat Atlanta? And so what are your thoughts on that and your thoughts on Cam in general? Well, let me ask you this. Is they going to name a street in Atlanta or are they going to name it in College Park? Well, it's College Park, but still it's the metro Atlanta area, right? So, like, what are your thoughts on them naming the street when his job is to beat Atlanta? Well, if you don't name a street I found, put it on there by Westlake or put it on there by Welcome All Park. Or don't put it nowhere else if you don't give the man a street. But to me, he ain't really done too much. If he get the Super Bowl, he he he, he win the Super Bowl, okay, give him a street. But give him a street, so I go that piss on it, man. I don't give a damn about Cam. Hey, ain't this cat like 26? Yeah. If that, I don't even think he's 26. He might be younger than that, Cam. So he ain't really accomplished too much. Exactly. We're not talking about... He got the Heisman. He won the ring at Auburn. Okay. But I can't just crown him just yet. In my Danny Green voice. I mean, this is unbelievable. He hasn't done enough to to have a street name. This isn't Holyfield. And I don't even think Holyfield have a street. If he does, I don't know where it is. I don't think he does. Yeah, if you're going to get to the champ. If you're going to give it to somebody, he hasn't done enough. Which goes back to these fake, horrible Atlanta fans who's finding all kinds of reasons just to root for a winner. Let me tell you something. ESPN years ago said Atlanta has the worst fans in all of sports. And you can see why. They're so fickle and so they suck. They In, in their totality, they don't deserve a ring. Because how you just jump off the boat and be like, well, he's black. Well, he's from Atlanta. 
he win, we win. No. That's not how that works at all. And now some idiot is talking about let's name a street after a 26-year-old. He's not a martyr. He's a he's a football player who hasn't won nothing yet. So let's cool it down. Let him get a couple of rings. Let him retire. Then let's talk about a street being named after him. Until then, forget Cam Newton. He can go to hell. All right, that's a neat little way to put a bow on that part. Super Bowl 50, Denver versus Carolina. What matchup stands out to you guys? Well, to me, the matchup going to stand out is the defense, the battle on the defense. We got a better D-line. We got the better, well, Denver, they line back of court. I think Carolina edge them in that secondary. We got the better secondary. So I think the defense is going to be the best part of the, the matchup to me. RCR hit it on the head. It's going to be a nice chess match. Uh, Denver's had the best defense. But the, the thing about that is uh, their defense is going against a, a guy who can create all kinds of ways. Now, on the other side of that, Carolina has a heck of a defense. But the but the, the flip of that is they got a statue in the pocket who can't even turn his head all the way to the left or to the right. And he got the arm of a seven-year-old kid who just got out of the bathroom after taking a long, quote-unquote, shower. So, it's going to be interesting to see how the defense be all over these quarterbacks. But that Von Miller DeMarcus were a good God Almighty. Yeah, stop right there. So, I think that you just made a good point. The reason this Super Bowl is so interesting is because it's kind of literally night and day matchup, right? So, you got Peyton Manning, who's the old traditional guard. Not just from a look standpoint, but from a play standpoint. Pocket passer. And then you got Cam Newton, who, in all his arrogance, defined himself as incomparable, which to a degree he is, but there's been other quarterbacks who athletic who had some of his abilities, too. Hey, can I get you to pause right there? Two things. One, Peyton Manning ain't never been known as no strong arm, especially dead out of that one. Two... I seen that Cam Newton had said that I hate to cut you off here, like no one has ever seen nothing like him. That's a lie. Because <laughs> years before him was a guy called Randall Cunningham, as I recall, three MVP Randall Cunningham, who had didn't he have like a he almost had a thousand yard season. Michael Vick was the first one a thousand yard running season. So we've already seen Cam Newton, Mister Cam Newton, and his name was Randall Cunningham. And by the way. A Hall of Famer, and by the way, three-time MVP, and by the way, much better than he is. Secondly, you never seen nothing still like Mike Vick. We've seen something like Cam Newton. You've never seen a Michael Vick, never. Boy, can't he can't? He's as accurate as Tim Tebow, but he can get you eleven wins. So, sorry to cut you off on that one, Mister Digital Down. I just had to point that out. Well, no, I think Cam. And Vic shared his. They can carry a team, right, for different reasons. So, Cam, he doesn't – to me, he doesn't have Michael Vick's natural tools. He does have some things working to him. One, the league has kind of shifted towards him and the way his game plays. Or they're in the, he's in the, they're in the middle of a shift, and he's probably the first one to be like the face of this new NFL quarterback position. And not black, but quarterbacks who run, have size, and can throw. I feel like he presents Denver – a bigger problem than, of course, Peyton Manning presents Carolina. But I still think that Cam has bouts of erratic play. I agree. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, Double R, like, how, if you were going into the game, how would you stop Cam? What would be your advice to them to stop Cam? 
my advice, man, you got to beat me throwing that ball. Like, if I take away Greg Olson, I don't, you got to make me beat me. I don't see you beat me with, uh, what's the track star? Ted again, though. Ted again. I don't see you beat me with him, with Jericho Costry, them bombs. Like, you stop that running game with Cam and Stewart. I think, the, uh, I don't see, you going to be, I, it'll be tough for Cam to win that game without him running with that running attack. I think that will get the offense going. Calhoun, if you Denver, do you rush hard or do you kind of slow rush and just keep him in the pocket or do you just go after him and try to knock his block off like you normally do? Slow rush if you want to. That's going to be a foreplay that lead up to the bedroom. It's going to be about 14 inches waiting on you. You peel your ears back and you do what you've been doing. You keep sending them boys right at them. You do not sit in the pocket because he's not, unlike per se a Mike Vick, Cam Newton can throw. And he can sing it all over the field. So, no, you got to attack. Every quarterback, you have to attack him. So you go after him. If I if I was scheming to, to uh, beat him, I'm doing just like Rashard said. The first and foremost thing is take the running game away. Then take away Greg Olson. And you can one-on-one with Ted again. He might drop the ball for you anyway. And who cares about Cotter and Funches or Funches or whatever his name is? It doesn't matter. They're not good enough. You double Greg Olson. You you. Send your edges and have everybody stay home. The biggest thing everyone's going to have to do with Carolina, you got to play, you got to stay home. You cannot, you got to play your gap containment. You have to play whatever it is your call is. Because if you do the wrong thing, you're going to be left butt naked. Okay. But that's all I would do. I'll stack them up. I'll make him, I'll make him pass, but I'll take away his weapon and Greg Olson. That's a real tight, neat assessment. So let's flip it and say when on Denver, what would you do to stop Denver? Double I asked you to start off. How would you stop doing? I'll just he keep hitting that broke neck. He's not gonna throw it too deep. Take away the short pass. Baby Thomas haven't been too much a threat in the playoffs because they've been uh, they've been stopping at a little short little screen. Peyton Manning haven't been able to get the ball to him pretty deep. So. Yeah. It's pretty easy. It, the game not going to be about Peyton Manning. It's going to be what his defense and his surrounding players do. I agree with that because Quiet is kept. Denver's a running team, right? And he's a game manager at this point in his career. So if you can stop the running game, and strangely enough, it's one of those things where you want Peyton Manning to pass. So it's a different game plan, but the same. it's a different means to the same end. Both of these teams probably want to see the other team pass as opposed to run the ball, right? I think that what Carolina has to do is not be too aggressive and just do, I know it sounds cliche, do what they've been doing, be aggressive, but be like Calhoun said with them, stay at home, don't get don't get fooled by little certain things like audibles and just old man pump fakes and stuff Payne Manning going to do. Denver's easy. Um, Payne Manning is, is a shell of himself. He never was a physical specimen to begin with. He's always, he's always been just a coach in the game. His mental has just been leaps and bounds ahead of everyone. But he's never been just that, just zip it in. I mean, he came in as rookie year throwing lobbers. He would just get them there. So now, I mean, you see him now, he's like duck hunt. You might as well get that old Nintendo gun. You can shoot all them balls down easy. 
I think you do the same thing, man. You start hitting him, it's over with. And running him, him in and them, they're not good enough. Patriots just show if the Patriots can hit him and have him off his spot like that, like last week, a couple weeks ago, it should be easy for Carolina. And the difference is, you not hit you hitting somebody who's gonna go down anyway. You get in there and pay man, he going down. Cam Newton is six five two fifty. He's bigger than Vaughn. He might be a bigger or the same size or a little bit smaller. He's in the same round as Demar Demarcus Ware. He's no easy take now. Yeah. So I mean, this, this point, he literally dumped that hole. But at this point, where you get close to Peyton Manning, he gonna fall down. He don't want to take another hit. Exactly. That's what I see. He going down. Yeah. I, you literally have seen Cam throw that thing forty yards on a rope. That ball doesn't even arch. So they don't. He can throw a very, very tight window. I mean, all his, he can get the ball in the verdant from thirty yards away. That's how tight he can get that window in. All right, so let me ask you guys this question. Everybody agrees that this is going to be a defensive game. Who defense has been more impressive leading up into the Super Bowl? To me, leading up to the Super Bowl, probably Carolina. Why? It, it's not by much. Carolina defense, man, they've been pitching shit out in any playoffs. We're well, not in the playoffs, but they've been like, man, what's that? What's that? Carson Palmer had six turnovers against them. Russell Wilson had what? Two turnovers, eight turnovers, two games. They've been playing good ball, and they've been going this since the stretch, since season start. I can't remember the stats they have for uh, for how many they uh, teams averaging points against them. But it ain't been that many. I don't think it's been more than twenty-one the whole year. Calhoun, I think it's the Broncos, and uh, I think it's not even it's. Broncos look like they can be an all-time defense. I think one of the things with Carolina is the competition they play in. Carson Palmer went and put on number two and came out as Ryan. <laughs> he changed his jersey with Ryan. And as far as uh, Seattle went, they didn't start playing until it was 1 o'clock their time. They didn't crank up to the second half of the game. Denver's carrying them. They were all – you've never seen Tom Brady look like that. Now – it was a question was called by Bill Belichick. I don't know what he was doing. He probably just got through jacking off in the back and couldn't think straight. Or didn't jack off and he wasn't thinking straight. But between them and Pittsburgh, man, Denver is rough. They're rugged. And they they have every facet. They have lockdown corners. They have DNs. They have linebackers that get after you, that line play. And their linebackers are all over the field. I think it's Denver. What about you, Denver? There's who you say. I kind of agree with Calhoun. I say Denver, and for the same reason. That game was more about Carson Palmer being shitty than it was about Carolina being good. And I agree with Russell Wilson, though. By the, by the time Russell Wilson them realized they were in the football game, they were already down 21-0. So, you know, credit Carolina. I'm not taking nothing away from them. They did what they supposed to do. They won at home and won big at home, but... I question the I question the quality of competition Carolina was playing. Maybe they're that good, but I question the other two teams they were playing. Whereas, like you said, Double R Men, you actually looked at the game with Lil Mike, Mr. Mob son. Shout out to Lil Mike, college football star. But anyway, we saw the game and Denver's defense was carrying that game. 
it was almost to the point all Peyton Manning had to do was get 14 points and Denver defense will I mean and Denver defense was gonna wield them to a win. Cause I think they had more hits on Brady or Sacks or something since like 08 or something like that on any quarterback. Like I hit, yeah, it was, so they were off on him. Yeah, they were going ham on him and so. I think that Denver's defense has been better. I think that and I think that that momentum, they're going to ride that to the thing because Cal, Cal, I agree with Calhoun in this. The way they've been playing, they've been playing all-time great. And Carolina's been playing all-time great too, but I, whenever you have a six-turnover game by a quarterback, it's more about him than it is about the defense, right, at, at the NFL level. To answer the question, I think Denver's defense is the better unit. I give you something else. If you look at the games, they're winning defensive games. Some games out, they're not getting 25, 24 points in those games. Their opponents, they're winning. What would they be? What was that uh, Pittsburgh game like? Twenty to something? Six on three point. It was that much. Yeah. It was 16, 20, and then you look at New England. It was twenty to eighteen. That's screams defense. Then and points yeah. not being put in those games. Okay, that too, Carol. In that New England game, whoever. Uh, Brady left tackle was, he could not block Von Miller. Von Miller did what the fuck he wanted to do in that game. Rap, they, he couldn't block nobody. Rap was getting the best of him. Yeah, they wound up having to take him out. Like, we, New England fired an offensive line coach after that game, which actually should have been should have happened because that one dude, I think he was number 71 of 65. His name was Fleming. 74, yeah. I remember his number. Yeah, him, whoever he was. They put him on one side, one got off. They put him on the other side, the other got off. They took him out the game, and it kind of slowed it down. Like, once they took him out the game, that's when New England started making their comeback or whatever because they could finally do something with Brady, at least for two or three series. Here's the thing, and one of them going to be off point. One, they go off anyway. It doesn't matter who they put in front of them, they go off. Two, what New England should have done was put someone in to chip. If you're getting beat like that, you need to have somebody in chip. And three... You see what real teams do when you lose? Now, here's a shot at the Falcons. You don't fire the the towel guy assistant. You don't do that. You fire whatever the problem is. They, the offensive lineman coach got fired the next day. Meanwhile, we added two more GMs. But that's another subject. Go ahead, Digital Darren. I was going to just say, ask a couple more questions. We both, you both, me and Calhoun agree defense, Denver's defense has been the more impressive unit. Double R share Carolina defense being the most impressive unit. Let I want to ask like this. We're going to start like this. To win the game, Carolina must do dot, 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 dot. And now I'll throw that out there. Whichever one y'all want to start off, start it off. Okay, win the game for Carolina. Yep. They must score at least three points every drive they get. Okay. With no turnovers. They play a mistake free game. They have a shot at winning the game. Or for Carolina to lose to win the game, Cam Newton got to play like Vince Young did in the Rose Bowl. He got to totally take over the game, which he can do, which he's been doing all year. But in uh, all honesty, he hasn't seen a defense like that all year. So uh, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to do everything. He's gonna have to run. He's gonna have to pass. He cannot turn the ball over. Gotta trust his instinct. Gotta trust the running game. And their defense got to step. Gonna have to play like they've been playing lights out. Gonna be interesting to see if Thomas Davis is what he can be because he, he had surgery the next day after the game. He broke his arm. So uh, let's talk. Is what they gonna have to do? They gonna have to ride Cam Newton the same thing they've been doing all year. 
Carolina has to come. Carolina has to be emotionally even. They have to play even keel. They can't come out too emotionally high because a lot of their games have started out with them jumping on the opponents and they've been emotionally supercharged. And then that Seattle game, once Seattle hit back, it kind of, you know, put a little fear in Carolina. And they Seattle was just too far behind. And the same thing with Arizona. They jumped up so far ahead that when Arizona tried to claw back, of course, Carson Palmer killed them. But it seemed like Carolina really, you know, couldn't handle the one-two from the other team. So it's the Super Bowl. There's going to be a lot of emotions running wild. There's going to be a lot of just high for both teams. But I think since it's newer to Carolina and they have a more emotional quarterback, they have to just come out and play, play, keep staying check, not get too big, not to get hot, get too high off of one play or get too low off of one play. Just stay even killed. And I think that everything will take care of themselves if, Let's flip it and be on the other side. To win the game, Denver must do dot, 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 dot. Calhoun, I'll start you this time. Pray. To all the Give me one, or you can give me one for each team, whichever you decide. Uh, 
Man, I'm going with, I'm going with Von Miller. He been beasting. <laughs> Carolina, it might be Stewart. I'm going with all the underdog people. It's going to be somebody that people don't expect. That's what I'm going with. Calhoun? Von Miller for Denver. Because in order for them to win, he's going to have to go off. So it's going to be Von Miller. And with Carolina, I think he only goes to one person, Cam. I'm going to go off the beaten path here. I think with Carolina, it's Ted again. Oh. We laugh and stuff. We laugh and stuff. I think. Oh. No, I'm for sure. I think Ted again. I, I can see it. So you see something like four catches, 167 yards, three touchdowns. Well, no, not really. I see maybe a punt return for a touchdown or a couple of big kick returns. Maybe like five catches, 90 yards, a touchdown, two rushes, 40 yards. You know what I'm saying? Just a kind of a, a really good overall game because – he ain't done no running the go routes. But even then, Carolina has gotten confidence enough to use him in other situations. He's always been a threat as a special team. I guarantee he's going to be returning some kicks. They're going to probably do a reverse or a flip. They're going to do some special play with him running the ball. And then they're going to go, like you said, they're going to go to him because like it or not, he they primary, he's their secondary weapon besides Olsen. So, I mean, I just, I don't see how they cannot win without him having an above average game. Against that defense. Well, you had to like Ted Ginn finna be, uh, uh, what's his name? In uh, Buffalo now. When he went to the Super Bowl with Seattle. I can't think of his Percy Harvey. Yes. He's nowhere near him. Man, they been using him like that lately. Only thing he don't do that Percy Harvey do is run the ball, but he does repeat the kick return, man. He can't – he is a number one wide receiver, correct? I mean, they did the reverse last week with him, and they did one against Seattle with him, so I'm sure they're going to have a reverse in the game with him. You know what I'm saying? Some type of screen or something. They're going to do something like that with him. So, he's – outside of Cam Newton, he's the one to watch for me on Carolina. Man, Ted, you're living off your daddy, man. He ain't nothing but a go route, man. I'm telling you right now, though, Rashad, that's why I said the line I said. He'll have something like three catches, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. He, he <laughs> I don't, can just, I don't, he just, I don't see that fool get two touchdowns. He might get. He might look up again. Well, I hope he don't, man. I, I don't like this Ted Gibb, man. Yeah, we see, but he blows by the. He blows by the defense. He make them all like they slow. So I can see that, Walter. Who you got for uh, for Denver? It's one of the defensive ends. Everybody's saying Von Miller. I'm leaning toward DeMarc as well. I'm saying, oh, I say Von Miller. Von Miller been playing in the playoffs. I, I agree with y'all. I say DeMarc as well because they're going to double team Von Miller and it's going to get him one on one opportunities. You're not going to. You're not. I mean, they might double team him and then they, they chip the. The, the running back, if they're running. I mean, you're not going to let neither one of them come off. I think they're going to be so focused on Von Miller that DeMarcus Ware's going to get off. I see him getting two, maybe three sacks. Let's go off. It's going to be trouble for Carolina if they get rattled. And I can see that. I don't trust the guy who wears the pants that Cam Newton wore anyway. But he coming out. <laughs> you know, like that. I, I'm going to doubt my quarterback a little bit. That's just me. All right, so we said all this. We said, you know, the win, each team has to do this too. Which player is the breakout player, the most the player most likely to win MVP? 
or have uh, changed the game. As of today, the line is Carolina by six. Do you agree with that line? I don't agree with it. I'm going to have that line a little closer. I'm going to have that at five, four, somewhere like that. I don't think it's going to be. It, I mean, this game can go either way. Sports radio is saying this game is going to go like Peyton Man and the, and the Seahawks. Like it's going to be just a pure blowout. I, I don't know if I see that. It's hard to see that because defense, Denver's defense is a lot better, right? So Right. Even if Peyton Manning plays like shit, it's going to be – I don't think Camden could just walk down and score every time like they've been doing on everybody else on Denver. Exactly. So, that's me. I think the line is too high. I would say – I think me and Double R were talking about this outline. The line may be closer to three or four. That's probably where to settle it. I see Carolina about three, maybe three and a half. That's I'm me. With that. I agree. I see. I see him by three, but I actually – I don't see Carolina winning, though. I'm thinking it's going to be something like uh, 21 20, something like that. It's going to be a close game. It ain't going to be too many points scored. All right. Darren, I got Denver winning 24 19. They don't make it a tie. I hate both of these things. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm serious. I mean, they won't tie, and it can't be a tie, but I, I hate them both. For different reasons. Yeah. If I had to pick one, though, I'm picking Carolina. What score? Uh, oh, man, so you going to let them, you picking them to get a ring for the Falcons? It hurts me to say it. It hurts me to say it. <laughs> it hurts me to say it. I, I, I really don't want to pay man to get one, but I really don't want Cam to get one. Oh, boy, it's going to be hell in the city. What's the score? Fuck me and fuck me again. <laughs> All right, so this this is the final question for real. What does it mean if Peyton Manning wins? He got one for the Gipper. Does he go down as the greatest quarterback of his generation? No, nah, he still ain't been braided now. I disagree. I think go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. How? Look at these. Let me say this. Look at these clowns. He's trying to the Super Bowl. Outside of Tony Dungy, he's taking John Fox, Jim Caldwell, and Gary Kubiak. Would you ever say they were great coaches in any regard? Let me say this, because you always try to bring This is what you do. You always MSNBC it, Fox News it, and give a You taking the coach of the, the teams that he's had have been outstanding. He has not played with a horrible team that he took to the Super He hasn't got a whole trash to scrap eat. Throwing the Dion branch, and who is that over there? And what's his name? He hasn't done that. Hey, man, has always had a heck of a team, and the and the two Super Bowl he went to, he rolled the defense to the Super Bowl. That's how he got there. They beat Chicago. Bob Sanders was the defensive player of the year. They had Matthews. They had Freeney. They had Brackett. They had a whole squad. They went with Denver. He had a whole squad. And like now, that team is really loaded. It made with Sanders. He got Bebe Thomas. He got Vaughn. He got the defensive stack. It's back to everybody but Peyton Manning. So, no, nah, especially saying it with this, this Super Bowl, no. And the first Super Bowl he played, he played Rex Grossman. But that's not his fault who he played. All right, so let's like, when you have played someone, Tom Brady owned him. No, nah, he's not. He's Hold not on. Stop right there. Tom Brady hasn't owned him in the postseason. He actually has a winning record against Brady in the postseason. 
And I believe that because he don't have a winning record in the postseason period. He's three and two. He three and two. They just said that they were two and two before this game, and he three and two against Tom Brady in the postseason. Thank God, Tom Brady is eleven five against him in the regular season. Tom Brady on him in the regular season. And what is and Peyton is just a regular season quarterback. Don't no. Let me tell you something. No great quarterback has a losing record in the postseason or time. If he wins this game, he won't have a losing record. It'll be 500. That's not what a legend is. Joe Montana's a legend. Tom Brady's a legend. Hey, Manning, he's just the kind of girl that keeps talking about sucking dick, but never actually sucks it. No. Double R, what's, what pay Manning a legacy to you? What's if he wins. He won't be the greatest quarterback of this time. He's good, but not the greatest. Where would he not rank then? If he wins the Super Bowl, where would he rank all the time? All time, yeah. Uh, he might be in top five, no, no lower than six or seven. Probably the top five. If I'm gonna give him Calhoun. I give him top five. He might be three. He'd be number really? one for me. So, but but this number is one. just a, who number two then? Mm, probably Brady. Who number three? Montana. Maybe. Yeah, maybe one time. See, I, let me, and I, I have different feelings. You know, I always like Dan Marino. How you gonna bring? How you gonna talk about Peyton Manning? But don't. But Dan Marino only went to one Super Bowl. Well, one thing about Dan Marino, he played in a whole totally different era. So let's just give him some props to quarterbacks who play in the era where you can literally touch the quarterback and you can touch the receiver. But it ain't, they, it ain't your fault in what era you played in, right? I mean that that's the reason why it's that's why it's boosted. It's just like when they ask Jordan about playing in this era. And he's like, I'll kill these kids. You don't even have to handshake them. It's totally different. When you had to play in the area where your receivers getting jammed all the way down the field, and you don't have the defense to pay a man ahead, and you don't have a, and they don't have a run game. So no, it's different. It's totally different. So Joe Montana did it, yeah. But on the flip side of that, Joe Montana's team was stacked. I was gonna say he had like seven Hall of Famers. Yeah, he's stacked, and he has the greatest receiver of all time. Who he's throwing to. And he had a heck of a defense. So, I mean, he's stacked. Mine, I still like Dan Marino. But I can't. You look at Tom Brady, man. And you said best. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. You look at Tom Brady. And he's done it with the least. And he has a, and he has a legacy. He has a good and bad legacy. His legacy is flawed. Why? Because he's a cheater? Yeah. He ain't the one cheating. He ain't have no cameras. No. No. He don't have an air pump for the ball. <laughs> they haven't caught him with HGH like they did Peyton Man. Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's spin this up. Right well, now nah, let's spin it to Cam. What happens if Cam wins? Let's spin it to Cam. Let's spin it to Cam. If Cam wins. Lord have as lame as Atlanta is, they might throw him a parade. As whack as Atlanta is. What's his legacy if he wins, Double R? Who Cam legacy? Yeah. They probably call him the greatest black quarterback of all time. I was just about to say that. Even though I don't agree with it, but they go they go boy, they go they gonna suck him off. The right way. I, yeah. Uh, Cam, if Cam win this Super Bowl, he might not win another one. 
He might be the greatest black quarterback of all time. I think it, I think he's going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. He's going to have a ring to prove. You got time to prove he ain't no mulatto like Russell Wilson. You know he's a nigga. Uh, he's black. Who are you going to say, Doug? Randall Cunningham was always a was always a bridesmaid. He never a bride. Steve McNair, same thing. Donovan McNair, he was just an uncle Tom with tap shooting. Michael Vick couldn't stay off a dump and find dogs long enough to when he did, his leg, he was already in a trash can. So, I mean, he's doing the beauty by him. He's doing his prime. He can mess around here and get another one and another one. Yeah. Already won a division three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Look like four coming up next year. So, wrap up with this. As a Falcon fan, where did that leave us if he wins? You know where it leaves us. Wanting again. Right here. You know what it leaves you? Hey, that pretty girl who was at the club. You don't got sold on all these lies and all these watered down drinks. You thought you had a boyfriend in the morning. He don't dip that on you. You don't know his real name and that number you dial. Keep getting a busy signal. It's not in service. That's what it leaves us. That's the same. That's the feeling. That, that's where we at. Because on the, on the opposite side here, a couple of years ago, he was in the same boat with Carolina. And they was about to fire their head coach, Ron Rivera, was on the hot seat. No, Mike Smith, Ron Rivera. Mike Smith last year was a coach, a loser league town coach tag out match. One of, them, one of them shot to the top here, and we went backwards, and they killed the architect of this team. Well, no, they, they're Carolinas. Think about that was two years ago. Yeah. Actually, one NFL year, two calendar years. Yeah, it's only one in a failure. You're right, the loser lose both. They they won our division seven and nine. They came out to the last game. So I mean go figure. Last year this time it was it was that kind of that kind of party. And they didn't even have catch Kevin Benjamin. Ride it down for the Falcon fans. Alright. Uh, any more thoughts, anybody? Yeah, fuck, can't rise up. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it's been digitaldaring.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. We gone.